Discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatin as Christ is magnified. There is none like you in the heavens and in the earth. We know that before the foundation of the world, we have, we have designed a day like this. Father, we are grateful and thankful. Thank you for allowing us to see this day. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that is present in this place. Thank you for the presence of your precious spirit in this place. Thank you that every single thing that is done here is to your glory. so much for great dreams for all of us. Thank you that by the time this conference is over, we move out of this place more empowered to do your work, to produce more results, to aid in fulfilling your dream of winning the whole world. Thank you so much for grace beyond measure. Even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many take your seats in heavenly places where you belong? Hallelujah. I want to Hallelujah. I want to acknowledge the presence of Pastor Reverend Walter Dadiasa. Can you give us a wave, man of God? Hallelujah. From Christ Academy for All Nations. I know the leaders are also here. So if you're a leader from Christ Academy, kindly give me a wave wherever you are. Wow. I think we can do it better for them. Let's give them a round of applause. We are, we are truly honored to, to have you here. Hallelujah. God bless you for coming. If you didn't come, the meeting would have, wouldn't have happened, isn't it? So we are grateful. We are thankful. Then I want to also acknowledge the presence of Pastor Stylish Amankwa here as well. The pastor of Living, Living Stones of Zion International here in Kumasi. Yes, and uh, I know there are some wonderful brethren from Living Stones as well. So if you are from Living Stones, kindly give me a wave. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for coming. If you hadn't come, it wouldn't have been what it is right now. Hallelujah. And if you are from any other ministry and you are here, I want you to also kindly give me a wave wherever you are. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. As the love economy people, you, you are here, so we won't mind you much. Hallelujah. All right. Reverend George is going to be here very soon, but he has taxed me with uh, the responsibility of sharing something little with you. In the next one hour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope I'm allowed to share with you. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
I'd want to uh, share some few things, just a few thoughts from the scriptures. In the next, hopefully, in the next one. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> you see, pastor's conference is such that you must kill your mind with respect to time and some of those things. I mean, you must be, you must allow the spirit of God to flow. We are not the church members. The church members are different. They, they may change their faces when they feel the time is, is, is not uh, uh, going the way they want it to go. But those of us who are ministers, I think we should be able to relax and be happy, isn't it? Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so if you have your Bibles with you, I want us to turn to Colossians chapter 4. I'm sharing concerning being strong and courageous to fulfill the ministry. Okay, being strong. Tell me about being strong, being strong. And, courageous and courageous to fulfill the work, to fulfill the ministry. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So I want to start from Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. And I'm reading from, from verse 12. Hallelujah. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear him record that he has a great zeal for you and them that are in Laodicea and in Herapolis. Look, the beloved physician and Demas greet you. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphas and the church which is in his house. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that ye likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Read verse 17 with me, one to go. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. He's not talking about a ministry which you received of yourself, but a ministry which you received of the Lord. Hallelujah. A ministry which you what? Received of the Lord. So he's not talking about you deciding that this is what I want to do. Okay? He's not talking about what you have decided to do. He's talking about what the Lord has showed you to do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. One of the major things that you have happening amongst young people, those of us who are young and would want to do the work of the ministry, is is the fact that People are not ready to stay under anybody. You get it? They are not ready to... Uh, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they don't... Not, not even submitting, but... Uh, you, they don't understand... An independent spirit. They don't understand the ministry. Like, the fact that ministry is not... It's not normal. It's not just something we do. You must be asked before you can do it. Do you understand? You must be asked before you can do it. There's a general calling that all of us have. 
if you read in Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 11, the Bible mentions that, and he gave some apostles, isn't it? And so if, if you read the verses before, it says he gave gifts, he ascended on high and gave gifts unto men. Is it true? Then he says, and he gave, for, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Then he says, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Isn't it? For the perfection of the saints for the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. So we all come in the unity of the faith. Isn't it? Is it true? Is, is what I'm saying in the Bible? Is the Bible, isn't it? If you've noticed, you see that there are two classes of ministers. Or there are two classes of ministries. There are those who are given as gifts. To train the church of God for them to find their ministry. And be able to do their ministry. For instance, if you are in Christ Academy, this is your gift. You get it? That is the gift of God to you. If he wasn't in your life, maybe you wouldn't have even known that you have a ministry to even do. Is it true? You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have known. If you are in love economy, I am your gift. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Sometimes some people want to just, they just want to start things that God has not told them to start. Listen, if you try to do something you have not been asked to do, you will find that it is not a joke. And you find that it is not, you may be, you may be struggling for years. Okay? Do you like what, it's like, I don't know if you like what, do you like what I'm saying? Were you expecting to hear something else? Were you expecting to? It is the truth of the gospel. If Timothy did not come into contact with Paul, Timothy would never have been a pastor. And Timothy's ministry would never have existed. Hallelujah. There's a Paul in everybody's life. There's someone who is called to help you. There's someone by whom you believe. If you miss that person, you will not be able to fulfill your ministry. Okay? In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 5 so that we see what I'm talking about. He says, Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But ministers by whom you believed. Isn't it? He says, Who then is Paul and who is what? Apollos. He says, But ministers by whom you believed. They are ministers designed by whom you must believe. If you don't find them, you will not believe. Hallelujah. Did you ever think of becoming a pastor in your life? You may not have even wanted to even think along that line. But today you are a pastor. Today you are something. How did that, how did that even cross your mind? Do you get it? Yeah. Meanwhile, you, you have a ministry, but if you don't come into contact with the one who is designed by God for you, you will never find your ministry. Since there are ministers by whom you believe. So I'm going to be saying some things, but there's a way you have to receive it. Do you understand? If you're not careful, you will say that God says you should go and start a ministry after this conference. You say that the Lord has called me to go and... That is why I'm clarifying this thing before I start talking. Okay? So that after, after the meeting, you don't, you don't say that I, I, God has given me a vision. You know, one minister, what, there was this meeting that I was holding in a certain place. This is Christ Embassy, 1996. 1996. They were having a camp meeting. 
and they were, they were using a certain scripture. You have camped about this mountain for far too long. Eh? That's what uh, Reverend Eddie Owasi was preaching that message. You have camped around this, this mountain for far too long. Arise and move forward. Arise and move forward. You know, the man of God was preaching it with the consciousness that the people would, would, would stop relaxing and push for things to happen. Not knowing there was a guy there, a pastor there, who was hearing it differently. He was hearing it that the Spirit of God was saying that he has moved in this ministry for far too long. And that it is time for him to move forward. So right after the camp meeting, he came to come and tell Pastor Chris that, listen, the Lord has spoken to me. I am to move forward and go and start something. I've come about this ministry for far too long. Even God used you to talk about it. So I am going, hey! Can you imagine? They spoke to him and spoke to him. He didn't mind. Pastor Chris gave that particular uh, 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 Case to uh, uh, one of his ministers. What's his name? Okucha, Reverend Okucha. Hallelujah. That he should handle him. The guy was insulting. Hey, he was insulting him. Who are you? I'm the called of God, the Lord. I'm the anointed of God. The, the anointing of God is upon me. God has called me to do things. I've been called to them to the nations of the world. Hey. All in that committee. He had all in the committee. Can you imagine? So they spoke to him. This night, they spoke to him, spoke to him. He was not minding. So they left him. Ten years later, 2006, he came back to the ministry, wanting to see Pastor Chris so that he can apologize. Then Pastor Chris said, Oh, within the 10, a lot of things had happened in the 10 years. A lot of things had happened. Sometimes you're in the ministry and it's like nothing is happening. Things are not happening much. When things start happening, you'll be surprised at how fast it will go. You have to. Listen, you have to fight to be, to be loyal. You have to fight to be loyal. If you don't fight to be loyal, it's one of the things I'm supposed to talk about. If you don't fight to be loyal and be, become strong and courageous to stay loyal, you'll be surprised that what is supposed to belong to you... Listen, this building has pillars, isn't it? This building is not sitting on one pillar. There are so many pillars in it. There are so many blocks in it. For the building to look nice, we need pillars. We need, he's the architect. Eh? We need pillars. We need foundation. We need things. The foundation is not made up of one concrete, one, one cement. There are so many cements in the ground. You, you'll be shocked when I start mentioning them. So many cements in the ground. Okay? Ministry does not work with one person. Even though there's a cornerstone, there's a cheap cornerstone. But there are other cornerstones in the system. So if you were a cornerstone somewhere and you allow the devil to start talking to you in a certain way. And then you decide that you're going to remove your, you're going to extract yourself. Unless you know that that's not where God has called you. If that's not where God has called you to be, don't have any, don't come and see the man of God, see whoever it is, and start talking to the person immediately you enter the ministry. That, my brother, pastor, I, I love you very much, but God is asking me to just pass through. So that the pastor knows what you are there for. Do you understand? Not that you, you be trained, we raise you, raise you, raise you, get to a point, you have a certain kind of influence. That one day you come, you say that, you say, the Lord is talking to me. You see, you don't know. You don't know that there's something that is causing you to be able to even preach. You don't know. You don't know. You have no idea that something, someone is behind you. Nobody exists of him, his, his or herself. Do you know that? Hey, do you do you like what I'm saying? It's like you don't like what I'm saying. You like it. I like to have confirmation from you whether you like what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a, it's a problem in the body of Christ. You have the church divided into many pieces. Many, 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 many pieces. I have about 50 pastors in the church. I can't be in Medina at the same time in this place. I can't be at Asafu at the same time in this place. I can't be in everywhere. Why am I God? I'm not God. I can't be everywhere at the same time. For the ministry to go on, you see, and we are not building a brand with our name, like OT Ministries. That is not the purpose. If that is the reason why we are doing what we are doing, then we are in trouble. A lot of ministers forget the fact that they will stand before God and give an account of themselves. A lot of people forget that. But they treat people anyhow and do things anyhow. Ten years later, he came back. Pastor Chris said, oh, the, the man he spoke to, go back to that particular man and go, what should I say? You are called. Ten years. When you saw, it's like, 2000, by 2000, the ministry was, I'm telling you, the thing was working. The thing had gone forward. Things had happened. He was coming back. He said, oh, you, you are welcome. If, if you can only stay and start from where you left off, then because you know some people want I've had people come to me and give me their CV I've had ministers come to me and give me their CV 21 reasons why I must make them a pastor in the church oh yes they tell, I can prophesy I've had more than 5 people I can prophesy I can preach I can cast out demons the last time I was casting out a demon somewhere some time ago I mean all kinds of they'll say all kinds of things and I'll tell them oh, oh you can start as a household leader but they don't want, they want to hold microphone immediately, they come into the system. I nearly said your mouth, but I won't say it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they are gifts, okay? They are gifts. They are gifts that God has given to help others to find their ministry. If you would humble yourself and stay and be happy with what God has Tampered together, you see, the shoulder is automatically subjected or submitted to the neck. Is it true? That shoulder cannot decide that he wants to come and be the neck. It's not going to work. You become something. You, that is, it will not work. God has tampered it like that, and we can't do anything about. It. Okay. So that, remember what I've said right now. If Pastor Silish had not given you permission, you would not have been here. Is it true? If Apostle Bada had not given him permission to bring you, he would not have been here. Is it true? If Pastor Walter had, de- had decided that, listen, stay where you are. I'm coming alone or we are not going. Would you have been here? I would have even sacked you. When you come out and say, what are you doing here? Go, go, go away. Hallelujah. Does it make sense? Yeah. So two types of ministries. There are gifts that God gives. And as time goes on, you also become a gift. Under the gift. You get it? As time goes on, you become a gift. There are people who have believed because of Pastor Eugene. Yes. There are people who have believed because of Pastor Eugene. They heard Pastor Eugene's voice first before they heard my voice. If they had not heard him, they would not have heard him. But if he had not heard me, he wouldn't have become what he is. You understand? Yeah, today he has a church with a lot of people inside. He's preaching. But he wouldn't have had that if he had not submitted and agreed that I'm a gift to him. If he had decided I'm going to start my own ministry, love, ergonometrics, incorporated, something. I mean, he wouldn't have, or do you think people would have been under him? 
How many pastors do you have? So many. About nine, you have nine. He has nine pastors under him that is raising and training. Yeah, he's preaching. Pastor John, please come forward. Don't, don't sit at the back. Welcome, Pastor John, from Love Rain. Pastor John, please can have a seat. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you see. Your ministry will not show. Nothing will happen if you don't learn to submit yourself to the one who has called, God has called you to be with. If you don't find that person, you're going to be in trouble. If you find that person, stay there. Stay there. Tell me, but stay there. No movements. Eh? So don't, don't, what I'm going to share with you, don't start interpreting it differently. Okay? Yeah, don't start interpreting it differently. Oh, right now, Charlie. I'm the called of God. Listen, we are better together than divided. We are better together than divided. That's the truth. We are better together than divided. Yeah. So you, you are you're, you're a pastor in Livingstone, and then after three years, you decide that you are going to start your own ministry. And you are not, it's not that you are just living. As if you are called, if you are called of God, just go. I started with nothing. And there was nobody in the church. Plastic chairs were the, were the, were the people in the church. I was pastoring... Pastor Stylish told me, am, am I lying? Pastor Eugene is there. Yeah, for six months, I had one person. Yes, and every, I will go there, try it and see. Don't, don't steal someone's memory. Do you understand? No, if we are building, we have to break someone's building to build ours. What are you talking about? Will it work? No, you are cutting for another World War Three or World War Seven. Things will happen. Okay, so if you think that you are caught, then go. You are truly called. You know that God has spoken to the Lord has spoken from heaven. My son, my son, then go. Yes, and start. But don't do that thing. You just, you, you, you group a number of people. You, you see that they are trusting you here and there. Then you tell your pastor that, oh, pastor, the Lord has called me. Then as you are leaving, you live with about 10 people. The ministry has 50 people in it. You live, you live with 10 or 15. What is wrong with you? Do you like what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we don't. It's not right. We don't do it like that. Okay? Yeah. If you're a pastor in my church or in this church and I send you somewhere, you come and tell me after some time, come and tell me that the Lord says what, what, what. Okay, you can go. Leave the church. Leave everything. Leave everybody there. Just go. Unless God leads me, tells me to give it to you, then I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't do it like that. You, you like it, eh? So there are people through whom you believe. If you don't meet them, you will never. Your ministry will not be fulfilled. They are also those people are also called to. Nobody is existing on his own. You get it? If a minister is existing on his own, there's something wrong. I'm not existing on, me, on my own. There's someone in charge of me. There's someone I report to. There's someone I talk to. There's someone I communicate to. There's someone who prays for me. There's someone who lays hands on me. I can't lay hands on myself. If you lay hands on yourself, it will not work. Someone lays hands on me. Okay? There's a connection. There's a divine connection. If you break it, nothing is going to work. Nothing is going to work. Okay? All right. So now I can start preaching what I'm supposed to preach. I don't know what time. I don't know if my time is up already. I have, I have small time. Hallelujah. So we started with Colossians chapter, chapter, chapter 4, isn't it? Yeah, and we read verse, we, we got to verse 17 and stopped. It says, And say unto Archippus, Take heed 
to the ministry which thou hast what? Received in the Lord. Received in the Lord. Not a ministry that you have fashioned for your own self. Not a ministry you have fashioned for your own self. You see, when God called Joshua, he said some things to him. He told him, be, let's, let's read it. Joshua chapter 1, let's read from verse 5. Joshua 1 from verse 5. He says, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Verse 6. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. He says, be strong and of what? A good courage. If you are not strong and of a good courage, you will not be able to fulfill the ministry. His ministry was to what? To divide. For unto this portion, God divide for an inheritance the land which I saw unto their fathers to give them. That was his ministry. His ministry was to divide, give them an inheritance. Moses' ministry was to bring them out of Egypt and take them into Israel. Okay? Or into Canaan. That was, that was his ministry. Joshua was given the ministry of dividing. Joshua was the most, one of the most successful ministers in the Bible. Yes, one of the most successful. He was able to do his job very well. And God told him, God was coming to work with him. And he told him that, listen, for you to be able to do what I want you to do, you have to be very strong and full of courage. The problem of most ministers is that they are not strong and they are not courageous. It is a requirement for ministry. One of the first requirements of ministry is your stewardship, to be found faithful. I will not make you a pastor because you can preach. Or because you can teach. Or because you can do whatever. That is not the reason why I'll make you a pastor. I'll make you a pastor because you are faithful. You are listening to what we are saying. You are preaching the same thing. Not preaching your own th- I preach something and you, you preach about something else. What is wrong with you? I'll come to your church and come and remove you like the way I'm removing. Oh, it's like you don't like it. Do you like what I'm saying? I will remove you. Why should you say something else? Do you understand? You must say what? No, 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 no. You can't be going to say whatever you want to say. I'm preaching that the devil, the devil will be put in the lake of fire. You are preaching that the devil will be in heaven, will be saved. How can we, how can we work? And we are in the same house, work. It will not work. It will not, what do you think? It will not, it will not happen, isn't it? So the f- first requirement, faithfulness. You must be faithful. It is required that you are faithful. But one of the, another major thing is your strength. You need to be strong. And very courageous. If you read on, you see that God told him to be, that, that, those particular words, I mean, God told him, this is your ministry. But then he tells him what he needs to be able to do what God has called him to do. Okay? For you to survive in the ministry, you need to be strong. For you to survive, thrive. Okay? And glide. You need to be strong. He says, be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Continue. Only be thou strong. You see, he's repeating it again. And very courageous. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from, from it to the right hand or to the left. That thou mayest prosper with whatsoever thou goest. Continue. This word of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Verse 9. Have not I commanded thee? 
says, am I not the one who has spoken to thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be strong. Tell everybody, be strong. Be strong. strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the very first things to do in ministry, okay, is to be strong and courageous to drop your, your personal ambitions. If you are not strong and courageous, your personal ambitions will lead you. You'll be surprised. That is why the error that I spoke about happens. Okay? If you are not strong and courageous, you'll be surprised that after some time, your ambitions, your personal ambition, will be leading you in ministry. When you see the way people have guarded, you know, when people see people have guarded, the first thing they do is to calculate the money that will come in. It's the truth. That's the truth. That's the first thing they calculate the money that will come in. They do accounting sharp. If they see 5,000 people have gathered, sharp. Pa, 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 pa. Hey, if everybody's giving one city cry, hey, that would be 5,000 Ghana cities. Hey, that's a lot of money. If you let your person, and your personal ambition can be directed in three or four forms. It can be monetary. Okay? It can be along the lines of money, because of money. You like money. You love it. You do want to, people are in ministry because of the big cars that they will drive. And they do all kinds of things to get the big, the big car. People are there because they want a certain kind of house. Have a certain kind of lifestyle. Money. Money. They just want money. That is their personal ambition. Judas was there because of money. Do you know Judas was there because of money? Why did Judas betray Jesus? Because of money. Is it true? Judas was not handing Jesus over for him to be killed. He was betraying Jesus for money. He didn't know that they would kill him. So when they were going to kill him, he went, he went to them and said, that, Listen, I didn't give him for you to kill Why are you guys planning to kill him? Take your money back. They, they said, It is your business. It is your business. That is not part of our concern. He was there in ministry because of money. And he was moving. He's the same guy who said when the alabaster box was broken. What minute this waste? What is the meaning of this? This thing could have been given to the poor. But the Bible emphatically mentions that he did not say that because he cared for the poor. He said that because what? He was a thief and he was stealing from the money from the money bag. Other people were coming to repent, but he was not repenting. Judas was anointed. Judas was anointed. Judas was he was an apostle. The Bible says that he had a, he was a bishop. He had a bishopric. In Acts chapter 1, he talks about the father. Let another take his place. You see, he was a bishop, senior bishop. Someone would say bishop. He was a bishop. Anointed. When Jesus sent them out and gave them power to, 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 to heal the sick and all that, he was part. He was part of those who came back rejoicing that God had used them. He was part of it. Yeah. <laughs> he was part of it. He was there. Everything that was happening, he was there. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at Christworldinc.com. God bless you.